2: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Dennis, wow. can, you, can you pass around some rosé,
1: please? Oh, God. <laughs> yes.
3: Welcome to Food for Thoughts. Yes. Podcast a podcast GabFest in which a multiracial mix of queer writers talk about everything from sex to identity, mm-hmm. race, relationships, what we like to read, and who we like to read. Food for thought, come taste our rainbow. Please. We have like this Google Doc that's filled with different taglines and each time I'm just like, ugh, I don't know how to. <laughs> um, They're not And we're fucking here at the Bell House. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God, thank you to everyone to coming here instead of that concert for Janet Jackson in Jersey. (laughs) If I were you, I'd be going with Janet, I'd be like, fuck this. It's Jersey. Um, I'm Fran, I'm a writer, editor,
0: and this is Juicy Couture, so. It is. I'm Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, beardless, lumbersexual, and I unsuccessfully slid into Joel Kim Booster's DM. Oh my God. He
1: tried it.
3: it was not it
2: was unsuccessful.
1: <laughs> he's he's here, isn't not, he?
0: The it's Dick a, a
2: long con.
1: <laughs> it is a very long con. <laughs> <laughs> <very, very>, listen, <laughs> saga. Sometimes we're in it for the long game, Joe. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. go down on you backstage after. Okay, right. great. Perfect. Done and done. Hi, everyone. I am Dennis Norris II, and this is my first live show with For yes. Thought. Yes! Thank super you. excited to be here. And I am a reader- writer, and I'm a bottom-at-large with a world-class ass. (laughs) I have no shame. Uh, Hey everybody, Uh, my name is
2: Joel Kim Booster, I'm a writer, a comedian, and quite frankly felt very objectified by the PR push for this. Um, I am not just a great set of arms, I'm also a beautiful brain, Uh, why did they not mention
3: that in any of the ads? I don't know who did that, I'll talk to our social media intern. Um, Literally every single tweet was like, Joel Booster's biceps, come. Accurate, accurate, I mean,
1: they I are glorious. Oh,
0: I covered them because yes, I didn't want people to with- be distracted. <laughs> oh, a gay man being withholding. I'm so surprised. <laughs> Joel Just-
1: <laughs>
3: Also the only person not wearing a one piece right now. So <laughs> embarrassing. Oh my God. Didn't get the memo. It's fine. All right, so Dennis, uh, what's, on, what's on the menu right yes. now?
1: We have a game called To Tweet or not to tweet. You're gonna love it. We're gonna hear a delectable, a delectably juicy and scandalously hot story from Joel Kim Booster. Remains to be seen, but. (laughs) About an uncomfortable alliance, which we all have. Um, And we're gonna get deep into internet persona, talking about who we are when we're online. Are we really presenting ourselves as our true selves? Are we performing? Are we curating? How does that work? And then we're going to finish off with a dreamy dessert from Fran. Hell yeah! It's going to be amazing. Thoughts take it away.
0: Yes. Musical interlude. <laughs> num, 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 thoughts. I'm feeling a little bit peckish. We're going to start off the show in the same way we start off every show, with a small bite for your palate and mind. A little game we like to call To Tweet or Not To Tweet. So in this game, we are all... Um, we've all prepared some Twitter drafts, things that we've thought about tweeting but haven't actually tweeted. That's we're going true. to read them aloud, but we really wanted to get the audience involved in this. So we're going to give y'all the opportunity to ruin Fran's Twitter persona. <laughs> um, we will read the Twitter draft, and then you all will get to vote to tweet, in which case the thought is legally obligated to tweet that tweet. Oh,
3: no. Oh or
0: no. <laughs> not to tweet. This is really the kicker, at which point the thought has to forever delete said tweet. It is in your hands. Um, Because we're all playing, we have an impartial judge, our producer Alex De Palma, uh, and she is going to say to tweet or not to tweet based on your audience reactions. Uh, Alex, I love her more than poppers. I love doing poppers with her. And she is the Jean-Paul Sartre to our Simone de Beauvoir.
1: She is the magic behind the thoughtery
0: and we're going to lead off with you, baby. Oh, my God. I did not... The rules of this
3: game were not discussed, or if they were, I, did, I definitely skimmed that email um, because I definitely can't tweet some of these. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I got to Okay. Uh, the first one that I have here, and this is like a tweet draft from like 2000... I found it from like a while ago. Um, if I were a Disney princess, I would for sure be Ariel because she is the horniest. <laughs> That's, you would not normally tweet that. I wouldn't. It, it feels it feels just a little a little um, in your face. Yeah, it is. So um, is that empirically true, though? Is there, a, is there an alternative? Think about it. She was a teen. She was
0: anxious. <laughs> she was hitting puberty.
3: She wanted to have sex with someone who was like ten years older than her, even though true. she doesn't have a vaccine.
0: True. <laughs> Um, so what we need you to do, we, we need the visual for Alex, but we also want to get the feedback in the audio. So shout out to tweet or not to tweet, and thumbs up is to tweet, and thumbs down is not to tweet. Y'all, what do you think you should do?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I do I tweet it now? I what agree. are they? You must <laughs> tweet right. it immediately. Alex
0: says yes. Great. You must tweet it immediately. Amazing. Okay. I Go. have a feeling God. that... They're going to just vote for Tweet It. But no so matter. all of them, yeah. 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 I feel yeah. like they want us we we to humiliate to ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to, so some of mine are, are mind fucks. I am purposely pick things that I'm going to argue for the not tweet alternative. For example, for this one. So I was That's unsure no I about whether or not I should tweet this because I think it's true and a little funny, but also it would probably lead to me not getting laid. So if I tweet this, I think it's less likely that I'll get laid by the people that I'm tweeting about. <laughs> um, I swear... <laughs> If I ever see another run of the mill chorus boy post another generic backstage boomerang, I will DM him hoping he'll pay attention to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. See? See? All right, hey. so to tweet
3: or not to tweet. Yeah. Don't tweet. Oh, oh. Hey is there ever.
2: Oh my god, thank you. you. Really so is there, I think there should be a third option that's just like, I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, We do have those (laughs) listeners. We do. We get those DMs. It's real. And sometimes we meet them. There are edits. edits. Okay. Um, So this one is from an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. I'm starting off easy. I am literally wearing a sparkly red jock strap under Uh my overalls right now. Uh
3: Do not you you have like colleagues and coworkers
2: that It's true.
0: It's true. You're all picturing it now, aren't you? Okay, to tweet or not yeah. to tweet?
1: Yeah. Tweet. Done. That's Tweeting. Alex does tweet. We have to see if my Sprint service works well in here, though. <laughs> that was the biggest mistake sprint of my is life. the dentist of cell phone service It's the worst. It's the worst. Don't do it. Um, I think it's tweeted.
2: Joel. Joel, batter um, up. Yeah, I forgot about this game. Oh my god. Um, These are all mostly fine. Um, so I feel like I might be alienating my base with this, but the number of times I've had to pretend to think cars are hot for some Tokyo Drift Rice Queen is staggering.
0: <laughs> okay, I guess you are kind of funny. Oh my god. <laughs> kind of. To tweet or not to tweet?
2: Oh, my God, in unison. That's a huge portion of what I depend upon to get laid, but okay. (laughs) Uh,
3: This is not a game. This is just, like, crowdfunding our own (laughs) self-affirmations.
0: Or our own self-destruction. Except, not surprisingly, mine are all sad and leave the audience, (laughs) like, confused, mostly. Super polarized. Fran.
3: Uh, uh, This one's just, you know, plain and simple. Oh, God. All I'm saying is I wouldn't not fuck a murderer. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that. What? I was thinking <laughs> about that. the that like,
3: hot, hot mugshot okay. guy. What's that yes. hot oh. mugshot? guy? Jeremy? He was not. Yeah, like, he
0: was not a murderer. He was not a murderer. No, he no. was. We no. all would fuck him. Like, yes,
3: but he is not a murderer. Minor misdemeanors. Um, Joe, <laughs> better up. Oh wait, oh, sorry. Did to tweet to or not, to tweet? not to
0: tweet?
4: No. no. Oh, oh, oh no, this is
3: fifty-fifty. Alex. Alex,
0: impartial judge says.
3: She says no. Okay. She
0: said the majority of people say no. Wow. amazing. Oh. amazing. Oh, I like this. I like that this is actually making this decisions. This is fun. I really yeah. thought it was everyone's. Okay, um, audience members, um, how do you feel about subtweeting ex boyfriends? Oh god. Great. Now so really so I've built a career. <laughs> <laughs> So this is an ex-boyfriend um, subtweet he got a job in another country uh, and then broke up with me uh, So this tweet is you used to call me on your cell phone. Now you live across an ocean. Thank God <laughs> <laughs> Don't we are not
1: so tweet? No. sweet
0: <laughs> yes. Alex Alex says not to tweet, but he's going to hear it anyway. I'm so happy right
3: now. Here's the thing. You know what? Y'all are so encouraging right now. You're just looking out for Joe. I, uh,
1: you I actually are. Actually, you guys are just...
0: My Twitter is so sad. I should have you follow me around everywhere just shouting at me not to tweet things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tweet that. Okay, you Dennis. You guys are
1: all so nice. I, like, I like love it. I'm, I'm like deleting it. I tweet everything that's going to destroy you. Dennis. Even though I love you. Okay. Um. This is kind of awkward, but it's true. Oh, no. That feeling when you find your roommate's douche on the bathroom floor <laughs> for the third time. <laughs> to tweet or not to tweet. <laughs> oh, I'll. I mean, where is the lie? Alex. It's true. Uh, Alex says that it's a majority tweet. Done. No. Tweeting. Oh, my God. He doesn't follow me on Twitter. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Joel. Okay. Um. When two gay Asians are dating they often call that sticky rice. But well, <laughs> I think it should really
0: be called Asian fusion.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's not good. So Joel, good. You came on our show and you're funnier than us. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I regret we're this never decision. doing with this with
3: a comedian again. No, never. Um, okay, it's the wow. answer was to t- it's, so tweet. it's that was being amazing. tweeted.
0: Well, that was um that was fun.
1: Yes. Uh France. Thank you
3: for joining us in that game.
1: Dennis, tell us what's up next. Um, We are so excited. We have a fabulous story from our master thought, Joel, here. Um, (laughs) It does deal with some uncomfortable alliances. We're super excited, and we're ready to listen. Joel, take it away. I thought
2: we were all sharing stories. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my
1: God. This is
2: a lot more pressure than I initially Clearly, he doesn't Um, listen to the show.
1: (laughs) Joel, I have no doubt about your ability to perform under pressure. I've
2: listened to, like... A lot, like tens of episodes of your <laughs> that's, show. That's all that's, <laughs> all, that's, all, that's we all we have. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it. (laughs) No, so um, this story, I'm so sorry to bring you back to this place, but it begins um, election night um, in 2016. Everyone in this room was triggered. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I had the privilege of seeing uh, the election happen on a plane. I was flying back from San Francisco, so it was very exciting. Everyone on the plane was watching CNN on the backs of their their seats, except for, by the way, one man, two rows in front of me, who was watching Mike and Dave need (laughs) Dates. Uh, And boy, we all judged him at the time, but in hindsight, he was right, you know? So, good for him. We all should have been doing that. We all could have used the comic stylings of Aubrey Plaza um, at that moment. That flat, flat affect. Um, It's perfect. Um, So, no, that's where I was. So, Go uh, forward the day after the election. Obviously, we're all very sad. I meet up uh, with my friends at uh, Legendary Gay Bar, the Duplex, because when the country (laughs) is about to go up in flames, you got to sing some show tunes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so all, of, I'm there with like all of my gay friends and we're drinking and it's, uh, we're all just like truly like, I've, I I hadn't been this blackout drunk in a long, long time. Cause obviously you had to be, um, and the mood was somber. It was like, yeah, oh we're God. drinking to numb. Well, and the thing is about in New, the election in New York is by, when it all got called, it was like 2am. Yeah. So nobody was partying. And mm, so we no, were no, all no. just like doing that the next day. Um, and it, it was, um, you know, I was, like, horny, um, because, um, fear makes me horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I did that thing where, like, I invited a guy from an app to come, he was, like, at a
0: different piano bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, Red um, flag, red flag. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, in that, in that, in that movie where they meet at the Starbucks, across from the Starbucks, this is, like, the gay version of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I was oh, like, God.
2: come to my piano bar. Um, <laughs> And it was like, and I had waited, like I did that thing where you are like hedging your bets until the end of the night because you think you can do better. Um, Oh. I I literally have never. I had a lot of pans on the fire. Um, (laughs) And so no, I finally invited him and it was like almost uh, 4 a.m. at this point. And so it was like like, the bar is closing. He walked in and I was like, you'll do pig. (laughs) 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 That'll do pig. Um. um, No, no, no. (laughs) But here's the thing. Like, he was really sexy. He was, like, uh, extremely attractive. And I think, like, I have become... Well, okay. So we didn't talk is the point of this. He's, like, I literally, like, met him. I, like... Felt his abs under the shirt, and I said, "All right, let's go." Um, so I, ca- I ordered us a lift. We got in the car, and we're like on the way back to my apartment. I truly, like, only knew his first name at this point. And he finally turns to me, and he was like, "Oh, so how about this election, huh?" And I was like, "How in the world can you be so casual about this? Like, how have we not talked about this? I'm terrified. What's going to happen in the country? I'm so nervous. Blah blah blah, etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. And then. Um, he was silent for the longest period of time. And then he literally looked me in the eyes and was like, yeah, but she's a criminal. <laughs> and I the internally inside the house. Like, just clenched up, and I was like, oh no. my God. No. no. What is happening? And I like couldn't believe what I was hearing. And he went on but, in the process of the lift ride to my apartment to tell me that he thought gay marriage was forced on America too soon. Um, and I've never done this to another human being before, but I took my finger and I put it on his mouth and I said, you have to stop.
1: Like, this
2: is gonna... Like, like, here's the thing, I know a lot of you were like, abort, abort, why didn't you abort? But, like, y'all, I had paid for the lift. Um, so. And it was very expensive, Manhattan to Brooklyn, like... We had to fuck. No, like okay, it was, no. like, it was is, like so expensive and I'm poor and like, I real. wasn't going to get nothing out of that. So You've this is get out the sequel. I, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <not. laughs> um so we arrive at my apartment and we I was like okay, like let's just do this. Let's get it over with. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, and the thing about the sex was uh-huh. It was very bad. <laughs> oh. It was terrible. He, um, it was just like not like the chemistry wasn't right. And he did this, um, this cute thing during lovemaking, very quirky. He um, tried. Lovemaking to remove the condom from my own penis like three times as I, though I wouldn't notice uh, that happening. What? Um, that has also happened though, to me. What is the deal I with know? that? I know, and I'm like, you know, like I don't want this on here either, but I know when it's not there. <laughs> and, um, it was like really ridiculous and I, I had to stop him and I was just like, I'm not gonna raw dog you. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I don't wanna catch whatever disease got to your brain. Right. Um, Trumpism <laughs> Trump- Trump- is an SCI. You. Um, oh so Horrible. that happened. And it, truly, I talk about this a little bit in my stand up bit, but he did give head, like, it was the worst. Like, he gave head, like, he had a third row of teeth. Um, <laughs> it was. Outrageous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> so Oh and by the way Like I would like to Share with you That the B plot Going on Underneath all of this Is that I had I was still struggling With a breakup That had happened in March uh, it was Truly oh, heartbroken no. um, I was only with That guy for Like uh, I want to say 15 weeks Which I put it in Weeks terms Because it sounds <laughs> Like I've lost a like child a pregnancy um, <laughs> yes. Uh huh And it just makes it seem more real. <laughs> like saying three months is like, Bleh, but what are you sad about? Um, <laughs> but no. So I had texted that guy at the bar before I had met this guy, and he didn't text me back. And I woke up. So the the Republican, the Trump voter was like, can I live in? <laughs> uh, I live in Long Island. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, he's he like, uh, yeah. He was like, can I sleep here tonight? And I was like, Ugh. Uh a bleeding heart liberal. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> uh, how can I how can I you know charity? So I was like, yes, yeah, so of course you can stay. Oh my god. And um you are also I was like, anti-Fran. Yeah. Fran is like, oh it no, was like melting no. down. Um, <laughs> I'd
3: be like, I'm already like texting, like, the train, train is that way.
2: <laughs> but no, so I so I was like, yeah, uh, but like, I have to work in the morning so like you can't, like, we we can't, you know, it, you have to go right away. Meanwhile, like, I don't have a day job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't work during the day. Um, and then, so I woke up the next morning. First of all, I forgot that it, I had texted the ex, and I woke oh. up to a text oh. from from him responding to None my text, oh, and trouble. my immediate thought was, "He's back." Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, He's uh, texted me, and then uh, it was just like a very curt like response to the inane question I had uh, asked him the night before, um, trying to bait him into texting me, which he uh, did. Uh, and so I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, "Okay, time to go. Like, I gotta get ready for work." And he is not taking the hint. I fully got up out of my bed, put on clothes, um, packed a bag. Uh, <laughs> Like, went and put my contacts in, like, did the full routine, and I'm like, okay, well, I gotta start walking to the train. Like, do you want to go? Walked him to a bus station, and then we, we had to walk by my roommate as she was doing yoga in our living room, and, like, <sighs> I came back right away, and she's like, weren't you going somewhere? And I was like, no! <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere! I was just trying to get this man out of my apartment. And then, like, he texted me right away, and he was like, I would love to see you again, and I was like... Uh, what about this experience says no. indicated to you that I want to see you again? I, I didn't say that. I was like, mm, I don't think it's a match. Uh, <laughs> and he texts me today, like almost monthly, uh, wow. to this day. Oh, and it's wow. like, hey, oh I'm God. in the city and I'm like, you contributed Hi. to the downfall of Western civilization. So no.
0: I feel like having listened to your stand-up special, so many of your stories are like this person is horrible and then I fucked him. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's... Because you can still have a hot fuck. I mean, I did say
3: I would sleep with a murderer, but I would not sleep with a Trump voter. (laughs) So, I have to say...
2: I'm so sorry. I would never willingly, I, I would never knowingly... Although I was fucking... um, In 2015, I was frequently fucking another gay Republican who... Don't worry, though. Voted for Gary Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, and just one really quick tidbit about him is he (laughs) wanted to open up a business, and he was like, I'm opening up a bar in House Kitchen, and I was like, cool. He's like, don't worry. It's not a gay bar, though. I'm not into that. And I was like, okay, what's your bar going to be called? And he was like, Siren's Secret. (laughs) And I was like, bitch, what's the secret? Like, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, amazing. I'm so sorry I keep talking Republicans. I'll stop. Thank um, you um, so much? Before, for sharing.
3: Before we move into the next segment, I have to say that Joe voted for Jill Stein. He <laughs>
2: voted for it in All New, New York. New York. It's in New York if it you wanted to mm. throw it. I his hate vote. you, Fran.
0: I was telling him not to say that. I like, could see it in it. his eye. Don't say it, Fran.
2: Martin, Martin O'Malley would He's have won. If we decided presidents by yeah. having them run the American Ninja Warrior obstacle course. <laughs> oh my God, a bunch of people
3: over there love American Ninja It's Warriors. so inspiring. <laughs> it's so inspiring. Hi. <laughs> Hi,
2: yes.
3: Okay. Friend. Well, thank you for that, Joel. I'm so
1: sorry.
0: I
3: think. Thank <laughs> I you, know I, I know think. Good it up for <laughs> Joel. <laughs> we've,
1: we've all done it, we have all done it. Now it's time we
3: get into the thought process spelled T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. The meat and potatoes of our conversation, if you will. And today we're talking about public self versus private self. The four of us are pretty active in the different ways that we interact with our respective audiences publicly. Um, That is now that Dennis has finally figured out that his android can tweet. Um, (laughs) Fair. Fair, yeah. And, uh, you know... Where do we draw the lines, if there are any lines, um, between what we do or do not put out into the Ethernet, I think is one of the opening questions. Yeah, I know. Um, Whether you're an author or a comedian or an influencer. um, (gasps) In the age of social media, um, we are all a part um, of this kind of business of commodifying our identities in, in a small way or a big way to some degree. Um, where we might not be the worst offenders out there, we are all guilty of it from time to time. So I guess my my first question, the burning question, is, um, what are all of your feelings on sponsored Instagram sluts?
0: <laughs> uh, mm. I'm actually gonna have a surprising response to that as the panel's resident Marxist. Get paid. Like honestly, I don't have a. Pro- I mean, when you're my, pro- it's like when D. Ray is like putting himself out as like the face of a movement and also tweeting McDonald's. I get a little confused and upset, but... Yeah, you're like, what? Like, (laughs) Like, just sometimes I'm just like, why? But in general, if people are actually making money for the content they produce, I'm not mad at it. So swipe right is what you're saying. I would say it's like a soft swipe right. And it it depends on context and how you do it, but yeah.
1: This message comes from iHeartRadio sponsor, Mercury Insurance. If you're looking to save some money, you should really think about getting a quote from Mercury. Because Californians save an average of $677 with Mercury. It's quick and easy, and in just a few minutes, you might find you could save a lot of money on your auto and home insurance. Plus, Mercury was named one of America's best insurance companies by Insure.com four years in a row. Low rates, big discounts, great insurance. Go to mercuryinsurance.com today to get a quote.
4: It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. Paris Hilton has a podcast. This is Paris, where she talks about the hottest in movies, music, and television, with edgy, candid conversations and unexpected guests. This is Paris like you've never heard her before. Join Paris every week for an honest, open, and unpredictable romp through pop culture that only she can deliver. Over my career,
3: I've probably been interviewed about a million times. So now it's my chance to turn the tables and interview some of your favorite celebs, my friends, my family, people who I find interesting, Newsmakers, influential people, and maybe even you.
4: This is Paris reveals a more personal view of influencer, model, and author Paris Hilton. I love Schitt's Creek, The Simple Life, Westworld.
3: Wait, The Simple Life? Are you just going to put that in the middle and then
4: Uh, (laughs) elaborate? I love it. How do you Uh, watch It's just
3: so much fun to watch with my boyfriend because he's
4: not like the reality type. Listen to This is Paris podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Interesting.
1: I don't have a problem with it either. I think that the reality of capitalism is that sometimes being broke just gets in the way of you doing what you want to do. So however oh, yeah. you can, like, bring in those dollars, like, bring it in so you can do your shit. Like, it's, you it's also, I mean, I also want to bone do so... There we go. I, <laughs> go. I Surprise, do. I, no have a, I love the Patagonia vest. Yeah. Just, just
3: putting well, it out there. We would all fuck Deray. Great. I would absolutely <laughs> not. Joe would fuck not. DeRay. Joe would
0: not. I would not. Joe as sash. as the person with and this is going to make Fran really upset as the person with the most followers on okay. Twitter. Oh my god, everyone. On stage, yeah, yeah, go true. for it, Joe. Um, do you do you see that as like advertising for the stuff that you're actually making or do you see that as sort of content itself to to make money and revenue and get consumed?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't
0: make money off of
2: Twitter and I couldn't imagine how that would work for me, so mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's a hard thing. Like I haven't been approached to. I well, no, I lied. I've been avoiding the one uh, Squarespace post the sponsored <laughs> ad that I've been supposed to do because it makes me feel gross. It like it does. feels <laughs> weird. Because I would. I like Squarespace. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> it's a really. But it feels weird to like have to shoehorn it in, and they're like, you can't talk about your asshole if, in the post, <laughs> and it's like, then I don't know how to do this in my voice. <laughs> you know? um, right. so i like they keep emailing me they're like can you post about it you, you, we're giving you a free subscription and i'm like i don't
3: know oh, but it's just <laughs> for, it's
2: not even for money it's just for a free it's subscription ju- yeah, it's just for a free subscription wow. so. okay
3: so you guys are all being really tame about social media influencers and I think that's really admirable. But is there a point in which you're enge- you are engaging with someone on social media and or rather you're just looking at their profiles and it crosses the line and you're like I hate that so much.
0: I mean, we talk about this friend that it, for me when social media is about bringing you in to some other work that's larger than that, it's great. But when it's just about that when social media is the work, to me that's when it starts being like branded Instagram
3: couples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of us who have just gone through a, a horrible breakup of 15 weeks um, <laughs> um, two, like almost two, two, years, two ago ago now, almost yeah, uh, years ago now, I'm almost there I'm <laughs> almost over no like, the, the couples in particular selling that sort of homo um, like, the, the, the heteronormative homo couple thing just grosses yeah. me out. If I
2: see one more, like, gay Mormon couple that are, like, pimping out their kids on Instagram, I'll lose it. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've misunderstood the assignment. Uh, <laughs> There go, is no go with stuff. God. Yeah. Do whatever you yeah. want. I don't give a shit. Um, um, but I think I don't, I, I really don't care. Like, if you're using your brand as, like, on social media to make money, I'm with you. Like, God bless you. And I guess, like, what I find a little bit more insidious is, like, the lack of acknowledgement of it. Like, yes. If right. you oh You want to have it both ways and be like, I am, like, the DeRay stuff is, like, particularly strange to me. But it's strange. also, like, even activists have to make money somehow. I don't know exactly how he's doing it otherwise. So it's tough. I will say the thing less on the like uh uh Influencer side Or making money of it Like I I find more gross Like when I'm looking At a picture of Someone in a speedo By a waterfall And they're like Black lives matter Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> God. Some Like strange Like long Long Like very long Like post about finding And it's like No we see what you're doing uh, And like Own that And like that's okay <clears> It's <throat> this weird Like need to be like No 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 This is not what I am On this platform I'm more than my body And it's like But it's Instagram And you want to be cute On your Instagram Instagram, so hmm. just be cute on your Instagram. We I don't need the bell hooks quote along with it. <laughs>
0: you, you know, <laughs> like I definitely post shirtless pictures with bell hooks quotes like oh I, my
1: god <laughs> absolutely honestly that. i, mean, I, I would follow too. i would bodies follow. are political
0: joel bodies are political okay, okay sure, sure, i sure, sure, sure.
3: i do think that in in the age of having a shrieking canker sore as a president um <laughs> that w- there is this weird thing that's sh- happening right now where like branded instagrams like people who have always been like I'm in a field, and I have 50,000 likes on this photo, and it's oh, great. <laughs> now I'm seeing the the kind of, like, that thing that's happening, where well, it's just, like, political
0: and also... Well, I mean, wokeness is a commodity as yeah. well. Oh. I was literally yeah. just about to oh say Oh, my God. The thing about wokeness is it comes with, like, education and reading books and talking to people and living in communities, and there's, like, a certain... You know, it's not now when wokeness becomes a commodity, everyone is trying to buy into it without having gone through... <laughs> sort of the work the that it works. works. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that like Trump has made it so easy to, to buy <laughs> that's into that. True, no, true. because like that's now so true. to be woke, all you have to do is say Trump is bad, and it's like no shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the lowest hanging that's, fruit imaginable. That's not of a woke. Absolutely. That's just buy a lie. into that, like, that economy yeah. of wokeness.
0: So, I mean, I I feel like we're talking a little bit about like being political online um <laughs> Fran wants more wine I very, want the very
2: No it's very kind important. of
0: crazy Joe
2: was talking about how much grading he has to do and he's sucking down on the wine so <laughs> none
0: of my students <laughs> Sorry to
2: all his students this
0: is how his none students of them listen. get their grades The grades will be much better cuz I'll be much happier There's going to be a, it's going to be <laughs> a wine bottle Fair. and poppers and papers <laughs> and that's like that's it Um but I feel like do do people feel not just about making money on wine but do you feel like that you have to represent something that's true about yourself or are you see a friend and I differ here a yeah. lot F- friend you don't feel like I sort of have to tell all portions of myself I, I I don't want to portray this person out on social media that I'm not actually in real life
3: I I mean I think that it, it depends on on where you're at as a person on social media but like sometimes when I am posting on on different my different platforms I'm kind of like okay, this is like the marketable version of myself or like this is like something... I've, I'm holding back everything that I don't want you to see. You get to see mm. the things that y- I want you to see mm-hmm. and that's kind of as, as far as it goes. So in that way, I do feel like...
0: But you don't feel that's yeah. disingenuine.
3: Um, but I think before the election, I was definitely... a social, Like I was you know, avocado toast on the marble table.
0: And, <laughs> like, uh, like, that, I, I, I... You still have a lot of cheese plates.
1: Yeah. You social media. Fran makes a really delicious cheese plate, though. So, My cheese plates are self They're really good. They, like, they're great. Like they're on sexuality. Any,
3: any given night, like, if I really need to take care of myself, I'll spend, I'll be like, $42 on a cheese oh God. plate for one. Yeah. Oh God. Thank you. I'm going to watch. <laughs> and they're worth They're worth
0: it. Like, they're really good. They really is. But, so you're um, saying your content has shifted after the election. Yeah,
3: and I think and that's not the case for everybody, but I think that is a pretty – that's a case for a lot of people. And for me, specifically on Instagram, I had this version of myself that was just so – just copying off of what everyone else was doing. And at a certain point, I was just like, oh, wow. Well, we're all going to die and nothing else matters. <laughs> um, so I, was, I would, See, I, I would tweet of...
0: that. That would be a me tweet. Yeah. We're all going to die yeah. and nothing else matters. That's a <laughs> yeah. I um, think. So yeah. Joel, I like I. I get a lot of like
2: accolades in my comedy for being like so transparent because I'll talk about getting cum in my eye, but oh. I feel like that's only like twenty. Like I hold back so much about really, what I think and feel all the time because I think. Right now, especially on activist Twitter and social justice Twitter and all of these things, it requires a... There's a level of certainty that I see in people's tweets that Mm. I don't have. Um, I don't buy my own shit enough to tweet like that. And I have so many questions. And I do think that on the left side of the spectrum, there is this... Atmosphere on social media right now that sort of discourages these discussions mm-hmm. and having questions. Like I have a lot of questions about something people might tweet, and I don't want to ask questions anymore because I'm afraid that I'll either be seen as stupid or uh. I'll be seen as problematic for asking the question yeah. because yeah. we're people very to like, questions no as away. exhausting culture, now, and right? it's 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 upsetting. So I just don't tweet at all. And then there's the other side of it right now too, where people. I don't. I can't process grief on social media anymore. I can't <laughs> no. do it, and it's and, yeah. it, and I feel like people get mad when you don't, and right. I feel like mm-hmm. people get mad when you do, and I just don't know what the right
1: answer is, and I feel it, I don't know. I'm frustrated Dennis? all the time with social I, media. Well, I totally relate to that um, feeling in a number of ways, and when when it comes to first like being scared of asking questions or putting out your thoughts on Twitter, it's really. Interesting because there is such an intense call-out culture sometimes. And while Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways I'm here for that, sometimes there are ways in which the conversation is shut down where Mm -hmm. the conversation probably needs to happen. So, like, I'm a huge gymnastics fan. And I don't know if any of you guys saw, but Gabby Douglas was trending the other day because it it wasn't good trending. And I was like, oh, Gabby, like, uh, that was wrong where Allie Raisman has recently come out about being abused by the USA gymnastics team, Dr. Larry Nassar, like so many people have, and she's been really advocating that we leave behind the idea of victim blaming, and so she mm-hmm. talked about that on a Twitter post, and then Gabby retweeted the post and said, but it's also, like, as women, it's our responsibility to dress modestly and to be um, classy so that we don't invite the wrong crowd. And black, tw- not just black Twitter, but especially black Twitter came yeah. for her. And I understand that, because like, that is a crazy idea, right? Like, That's the idea of victim blaming. And it like, does harm. Oh, I thought it, you were siding so with the modesty harm. thing,
3: wearing only a
1: onesie and nothing underneath. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> listen, listen. A boy's got to do what a boy's got to do. But I was thinking about it, and someone else posted something on Twitter that I really appreciated, Which, because everyone was like, cancel Gabby Douglas, cancel Gabby Douglas. I'm like, Mm. wait a minute. This is a 20-year-old girl who is not used to being a public figure. She's been a public figure for a few years as a teenager, and she has spent all of her time in a gymnastics gym. Like, she really hasn't gone to school like she ha- i mean i think she has a high school degree but she was like homeschooled she hasn't been the co- like there's just a lot of ideas that yeah. she probably hasn't been exposed to and so she's probably been taught this idea and sometimes i think that we have to remember that it's important to help people unlearn some of the ideas right. that contribute to things like patriarchy and racism right, right. and um, and homophobia and we want to shut down the conversation. And sometimes people need the conversation. And, like, maybe that's okay. Look. Like, she's not a 60-year-old person. She's a 20-year-old oh, girl. Wow. Like, yeah. let's get her, like, let, have her read and, uh, like, get her some ideas. Uh, and so when it comes to social media, for me, I do feel like I have to be a little bit careful about what I tweet because people will just jump on you and like i understand the impulse and like this is an urgent time politically in this country like that is completely true but when it's an urgent time it's so important to give people space to mm-hmm. grow and to have room to learn like that's how we're going to move forward and so that's where i have some trouble when it comes to grief and like grieving whether it's mm-hmm. something that's happened publicly or something that's happened in your private life like i really can't do that mm-hmm. publicly mm-hmm. Yeah. in that way i'm a very private person and i just like will not like if i'm thinking about other people while i'm grieving something i can't like deal with it. We can see. So I have to take that Joel. out.
2: I think I wonder a lot about what would have happened if we never introduced likes into mm. any social media because I feel like so many of these conversations are purely performative on everyone's mm. point of view of uh-huh. just like they're not really no. I, I, and I'm not saying this blanketly but to take Gabby's example like sometimes I wonder the people who are quoting that tweet and like calling her out like are they doing it because they do want Gabby to learn and grow, right. or are they doing it because they know that by calling her out, they will get a thousand retweets? It scores points. Right. Using that's this, frustrating to see. Right, and mm-hmm.
3: using the same uh, kind of logic system, does that mean that you would also go up to bat for like Alina Dunham type character, mm-hmm. who is learning in public and who is doing, uh, kind of exerting themselves and talking about things that they don't necessarily know a ton about? Because they're twenty. She
0: takes up a lot of space, though.
3: She
1: takes up so (laughs) much space. I mean, it's like physically, not physically. physically. It's like every other month with Lena. It's a
0: little bit. I mean, I like. There's, there's a. I mean, she taught a class on intersectional feminism at NYU without thinking that there might be an adjunct professor who's, like, a woman of color who might right. need that $5,000 a little more, right? There's right. Like, oh, it was there's more a, than $5,000. So. Um, but, like, in terms of... So, I am very different than everyone on the panel in that I am a, I'm a chronic oversharer on Twitter. My, what? I have, I have the world's <laughs> yeah. saddest Twitter. But I actually, like, I view <laughs> oversharing as a political act in a way, in a world where, like, people are so... Honest to God, follow me. Follow me for just a moment. Oh, we are. uh, Where people are so shut off and curated. People are afraid to be emotional in public. People are in certain ways afraid to be visibly queer in public. People, and this is what I think, you know, you overshare in certain ways, Joel, yeah. in terms of, like, I'm a queer person who has sex. That's political, to yeah, do that yeah, yeah. in public. Like, there are ways in which it's okay to be queer in certain ways in public, but not in others. So, for me, like, I tweet every... I go to therapy on Monday nights. Shout out, Dr. Eric. Everyone here knows um, that
3: you go to therapy on Monday nights,
0: okay? We follow you on Twitter. There are, Tune in. There are we more, live for the therapy tweets. There are more people in this room than I have followers on Twitter, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I, you know, I think we we talk a lot about how shame operates in the queer community and i all of my writing is about shame but i never want to use the word shame i want to live in opposition to it like i want like my twitter is like i i have mental health issues i when i post about having panic attacks i had so many people inbox me privately being like thank you so much for like Saying what it felt like to have a panic attack on Facebook, I never see that reflected in anyone's feed or in any public writing or in any other space. And it's something that we're also ashamed of. It's like we're ashamed of having panic attacks. Like if you're not having a panic attack in 2017, there's something fucking wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> the world. The Seriously. world is trash. Trip. And like literally, fucking rose and clonopin have kept me able to work. That <laughs> work keeps, keeps me, me on eating. this stage right now. And a lot, it's like real. So, it's real. So for me, I don't. I like. I, naturally in my life I'm a very I have no problem sharing my feelings where I come from publicly and I've moved that over into the social media space because I think again it's so common that people curate that out of their social media Mm -hmm. persona that curate it out that put forward this life that is more perfect than their actual life and it is true that I've actually had many people including uh, some in the audience come up to me and be like oh you seem normal and functional based on your Twitter I thought you would be like a bottle of tears all the time (laughs) and I also think it's important to note that like People who are struggling with mental health issues also have moments of joy. So right. I can be out in public and and drinking and having a good time with my friends and actually be in a moment of great joy. And I'm not just just sad, but you know, I think sharing all of that publicly is it's, it's important to me personally, and and it gets a lot of like people I think respond to it. And on the flip side, like I only
3: post about things that are going great in my life, right, <laughs> you right, know, right, like, right, right, right. But yeah. so wh- what keeps you from posting about? Celebrations. Oh, I do. Like, I think I post about both. I mean, I've been posting Proportionally, a lot. though. Like, Well. <laughs> like, there's. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. continue. <laughs>
0: no. Fair point. Fair point. I mean, I feel like I post about both. I feel like I post about my feelings when I'm in those feelings. And so yeah. th- I probably am sad much more than I am not sad lately. I,
3: yeah. This is definitely the age in which, like, vulnerabil- vulnerability is, like, really important. Um. But they're all, there's also a flip side to like, Vulnerability, where it's like the, it's like a bullshit buzzword, and it's mm. like I was already comfortable sharing this thing, but now I get to brand it as vulnerable. I, I do think
0: there's a way, and I'm having to watch this in myself because I get a lot of responses when I post sad things. Where doing the anti-commodity thing becomes a commodity, right? It becomes right. a performance of being sad, and um, you know you don't want to start performing being sad because then that doesn't allow for you to also have joy, right? Yeah. So it's a, there's a balance to it as well. I totally
4: agree.
3: But it's but that's kind of why I'm like I'm. There are a lot of people who are like already comfortable reading their journal entries like live on stage, you know, like that. that it, but do can I commend that as like vulnerability? I don't know, I'm, I'm more interested in what Joel is talking about, in that I would love to see some of the people who are vulnerable on mm. social media Actually, be like, hey, I actually want to understand this like thing in mm. social policy that mm. I don't understand publicly. Someone engage in conversation with. Right, me. I mean, that's yeah. vulnerability to me, or the, rather, the one, the ones that I'm, right. the kind that I'm interested in. Mm.
2: There, yeah, there, I, I do feel like there is a part of me that like I'll see someone call out a uh, cultural appropriation, for instance, where I'm like. Is that? And I don't mm. feel comfortable having that conversation yeah. sure. in public yeah. because it's like, is this something that's wrong with me? Is this something that's wrong with like? I, and it feels so scary to be it on does. the opposite side of the what. All of my followers sort of land on, you know, well, because it does feel so easy to just be like, yeah, exactly, and then hit a like and hit a fave and hit a retweet and then move on. But, but I want
0: to, I want to wrestle with it more, and I don't yeah. know where I'm allowed to do that. Anymore. I think there's a, th- a thing about on- like online community is not actual community, right? Like, you want to learn about these things in spaces where you have trust and love and friendship. Like, I've learned things from my friends that you're not allowed those relationships online. It's like people talk about calling out instead of calling in, or calling in instead of calling out, and there's not, like, space for that online because I don't actually know you. Yeah, like I don't You don't mean, have context. I don't know you. And, and, you like, know and, and like you don't know don't me. And you don't know me. And so like if if like I if Joel <laughs> you, like I know you, <laughs> you know. and Joel you text does. me and you're like, actually we do this on the group chat where we'll we text do. each other on the group chat being like, hey, I saw this thing and I think this about it. And is that like we like should I not think this thing yes. about it? You Hashtag food do. for thought group chat on because, Twitter, follow it. Because like as much as we disagree, we like genuinely love one another and we let ourselves be f- politically fucked up. Be yeah, vulnerable in that way. I will be true. politically fucked up in front of well, the, you guys and I'll learn from it.
1: And just ask questions. Like, who who here, who anywhere knows everything about everything? That like, is truly. So and true. And so, like... I just need space to learn something. Well, there sometimes. is this
2: there is this pushback about it though where people are like just google it if you want to know about right, right, the right, experience right, 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 of a person who's other and it's like my my perspective on that is like no, if this idiot is coming to me and asking me a stupid question, yes. yes I would rather me, as an intelligent and worldly person, with them with nice my bi-sex. perspective on it. Like, no, they could Google it and yeah. find some fucking Stormfront article that right. gives them a crazy perspective on it. I would rather right. wa- hold their hand and walk them through it as exhausting as it often is, right. than have them go out into the wilds of the internet and try and fi- piece it all right, together. Right, right, right. Like I, yeah. I get, I understand the impulse to be like, oh, it's so exhausting to explain why A is racism all the time right, right, to right. some stupid white person, but it is, like, I'd rather do the work than have them go out and then end up at a fucking in Charlottesville f- rally. In fucking two right hour, you know, like, yeah. it's I, I just, that's that. just how I feel about it. And I could be wrong.
1: No, exactly. you, well, I, I don't think you're wrong. And also there's the beauty that, like, we get to choose, right? Like, we can choose when we want to hold someone's hand and walk them through that conversation, mm. and when we can say, oh my gosh, there's this thing called Google. And when we say that say, oh my gosh, there's this thing called Google, we can sometimes say, oh, here's something that you'll find on Google that yeah. you should read. Like, here's another mm. thing. Like, I will send people articles or send people things to read that I think they should invest their time in because maybe I don't have the time to have the conversation and and with if you. I, I you bookmarked, bookmarked. I also on, think... <laughs> do I do bookmarked on Facebook and sometimes on Twitter? Because I'm like, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to yeah. read this. <laughs> I'm going to get to this. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's article in the Village Voice that, that was that published a year ago. Still <laughs> I haven't read it. read it. It's bookmarked. <laughs> <laughs> it's bookmarked. I read. I skimmed it. Well, Bye. that's
3: the thing is that there there's a failure to acknowledge that. Like I know a lot about what I already know, and mm. there's uh, most people aren't owning up to that. And when they get on a platform, they're like. I know everything because there's a microphone in my face. Like All of you be skeptical of what we're talking about on stage. Okay, we don't know everything. This is (laughs) just just, like the dialogue. I don't trust
2: anybody who buys their own shit as much as I see on Twitter. Like, it is crazy to me and I'm like, really, you are so certain about this? It's crazy, like it makes me so uncomfortable to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We
0: actually have
3: to move on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've got that feeling that I'm full, but I could fit, Mm -hmm. like, one more thing inside of me. Um, (laughs) It's time for dessert. Uh, Dessert is a segment in which we have a very scrumptious thing each week that satiates our sweet tooths um, and makes us just a little bit better about this paper bag of burning shit on our doorstep called America. Um, (laughs) And today's dessert is people actually fucking believing women for a change. Like,
1: can we give it up for that? Starting with Lena fucking Dunham. Absolutely. So if you... Uh. (laughs) What? Where is the lie? Pivot!
3: if you haven't been keeping up with the news, like first of all, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like subscribe to your push notifications. I feel like I get like a push notification a day that's like this old ass dinosaur is getting ejected from their position because they've been outed as a sexual predator and that is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I I just want to Pull it out to that. It, it is. It is just such a time to be alive because I. It sucks that it took someone as horrible as mm. Weinstein to be the watershed that set this thing in motion. But oh,
0: it is in motion it right is. now. The only thing I, I would add is that I feel like it's so important that we like. Absolutely support the people who have been doing work on the ground and in a public eye for decades on this, right? There are people who have been doing activism and advocacy around yeah. victims of sexual violence, sexual assault, and rape for their whole lives without ever getting any press at all because it's not sexy to talk about rape right yeah so like Except that is the only thing i would add is this moment is this amazing moment where we're having this conversation mm-hmm. it's so needed but like man i really hope that all those people doing that work feel lifted up by this moment and not frustrated yeah. by their invisibility for so many years yeah so many yeah. men
3: are just like so
1: I, true i had no idea and all I the women no are idea. like that's tuesday for i me. also think that's like bullshit and, I mean, really, like, this is not new. Like, I'm so excited for this moment, and I really hope that people who are doing this work are feeling lifted up, and that we can continue to keep them lifted up and continue to have, keep this conversation going. But the reality is that when it comes to sexual assault, when it comes to rape, none of this is new. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for decades. This has been literally going on for centuries. And so while I'm so happy that the moment is here, sometimes I'm looking at certain people who are um, tweeting things or making public statements, celebrities, and I'm just like... Come on. Like, you knew. Everyone in this circle apparently knew. So let's yeah. not pretend that we didn't know. What is it about this moment that's making you finally come forward and say something? And while that accountability is important and I'm so glad it's here, there's a, a little part of me that's just like, mm, like, there's, there's some bullshit going on. But I think if we can keep the conversation going, that's that's the most important thing. Like, whatever it takes to get it going is is. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, the key I, is to keep it moving. I feel like there's
2: like this moment is a cultural shift of what we view sexual assault and rape as. That's right. Because yes. I yes. feel like yes. the last 20 years we've had law and yes. order SVU telling us that rape is. You know, a, a, a stranger attacking a woman in an alley, and that's, that's right. the only way stranger, it looks. And right. now right. we are finally understanding sort of like yeah. the layered dynamics of power and how that power. plays word. into yeah, yeah, yeah. sexual assault and yeah. rape. Yeah. And, and people are sort of believing it, and, and it's a paradigm shift of what that looks like. And yeah. I think that's really important because it's not all Law and Order SVU, which, right. by the way, 90% of Law and Order SVU episodes, the crux of the episode is what is this
0: rape victim lying about? Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. So it's dark. The, the only I thing never, that, like, a, I, I, that was, is actually, really, it's, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night. Who's but I love a, that show. Who's, um, <laughs>
1: Mariska. Mariska. She's my everything. She's amazing. She's my everything.
0: Um, I was having a conversation with a scientist friend of mine last night who was talking about the rampant abuse of power. Uh, abuse generally, but also sexual abuse within the scientific community and how there have been people writing about it, actually, for a long time, but never will get the press that Hollywood mm-hmm. gets, right? So they're, like people in other fields will can talk about their sexual assault or sexual abuse or power dynamics publicly and it is never going to be on NBC and i think that's something we also need you know and, and it goes down layers of class right like people who work in service jobs are super super open to sexual abuse and sexual assault and issues with power you know undocumented folk are super open to being abused because you can use sort of those aspects of power to extract things from people and so we i think we need to keep having that intersectionality come into the conversation. It's really, you know, it's amazing that all of these very public figures and actresses have come out and started talking openly about it, and it's hard as fuck for them. But then when you get down to layers of, like, if you take away wealth and celebrity, it's like, what does it mean for someone who's working in a hotel to come forward and call out the fact that there's rampant sexual abuse in that field? What does it mean for someone in the sciences to come forward and talk about that? Did everyone see that soundbite where someone asked, like, Jane Fonda, like, what she thought of Weinstein
3: and Jane Fonda was like, it's unfortunate that we're only listening now that a bunch of white celebrities right, exactly. are saying mm-hmm. that this thing is happening. But exactly we are that. here exactly. for
1: Jane Fonda. Oh my God, Jane! Fonda. I mean, terrible. Yes. For,
2: yes. for Jane Fonda. For
1: Jane Fonda. When she made her big ret- her return to the big screen with Monster in Law in 2005. Oh my God, I was all about it. That movie I made love me that gay. Movie. <laughs> That movie was so In good. In 2005, Fran. I think what? So. I think it was 2005. <laughs> it was. I think it was like sub before I 2005, Fran. The site was just getting big. Michael, Michael Vartan was still hot. I think it was 2005. What? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this segment is over. Uh...
3: <laughs> I'm Fran. Um, you can follow me at Fran Co on all relevant social media.
0: I'm Joseph Osmondson. Um, I have a book out, and it's there, there, does. there Yes, you guys pre-order
3: a, on Amazon, bitch.
0: You, there's a, gonna be a tour, so you can go to my website for the all all the information, www.josephosmondson.com.
1: Um, also the cover of that book is fucking steamy as hell. It's and Joe Naked. I don't know naked. if you guys have seen it naked. Go all. to his website. It's it's basically Joe Naked. It's my and nipple. It is my it's, nipple. He has good nipples, it's fine. Live and in person. I, Joe's nipples, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Good nipples. We love Joe's nipples. Um, I am Dennis Norris II, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Earl Denden, T H E E A R L D E N D E N. It's a lot. It's lines. so long. I was like, am I gonna spell it right? I'm drunk. I don't Y'all don't. Y'all don't streamline your social
3: handles. Like his Instagram handle is Blurg. And I'm like, Hi. can you please, like, I hate I Joel him on everything. It's I don't so know how to do succinct. that. Anyways. I
1: never wanted to be famous, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't know how to do it. I don't. Fucking I don't lie. That's um, fucking like.
3: In September, you were literally like, I just want to be verified on Instagram. Someone please do that for me. The receipt, September twenty eighth. Go God was more than getting jumped you know by someone very famous, that. friend. I, I actually was gonna incorporate it into the previous conversation. Joe is actually as capitalist as the rest sorry. of us. Sorry. sorry, sorry,
1: Joel. Uh, I was just going edit no, all that out. It's fine. Right,
2: I'm enjoying this a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, yeah. Uh, you can follow me, like Fran said, on I Hate Joel Kim and all of my social media stuff. I have an album out called Model Minority. It's on iTunes It's so good. It's really it's And so my Comedy Central uh, half hour is uh, you can stream it on their app and their website.
3: As you all know, this episode of Food for Thought was made possible by the generous, unequivocal, unequivocal support of, as you can tell, Rosé. <laughs> um, and also, our new partnership with Into, the new online magazine of <laughs> Queer News and Culture. It's really fucking cool. Get at it, ladies, at intumore.com. Um, our amazing producer is Alexandra De Palma. Yeah. Is that you? As I say, yes, she is both our mom and our dad. <laughs> and we are here at the Bell House for the Brooklyn Podcast Festival. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can listen to Food for Thought on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes so we can infiltrate the lives of America's straight youth.
2: And
0: turn we want to make this
3: happen. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Food for Thought Pod. Um, and speaking of social, streamlining social media, we couldn't get the handle t- to our Instagram. So it's gay sluts who read on <laughs> Which Instagram. is true. Or if you look at it differently, gay slut whore ad. <laughs> also <laughs> true. Both are acceptable. Where we have lots (laughs) of. Spelling is the same. We have updates there. We have homegrown gay memes that you can subscribe to on Instagram. You can sign up for our newsletter, which has weekly updates with every single episode that we're going to be releasing weekly now, which is so exciting. Um, for reading this and other little extra delectable content at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. And finally, you can email us your thoughts, questions, concerns, and dick pics
0: mm, mm, at please,
3: thoughts at And I, I tweeted earlier, I was like, you guys can use this uh, code if you like send me a dick pic or tweet about the event. I got so many dick pics. Um, but not so just happy. dick pics, like dick pics with like, really encouraging and polite like, messages that were just, like, we support you. And then, like, they're, (laughs) they're like, but. And I was, like, I love our listeners so much. Um, So email us there. And, as always, that is food, the number four, and thought spelled T-H-O-T. Thank you all for coming. Thank you.
4: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?